What is holistic nutrition? And how does it differ from just straight up standard nutrition, especially for dancers? Let's get into it. Welcome back to Nutrition for Dancers with me, Rachel Fine, registered dietitian nutritionist who is here to help you build supportive habits, especially when it comes to food and nutrition. Holistic nutrition involves a non-prescriptive approach to food. Instead of being told what we need to eat, when we need to eat, and how much we need to eat, dancers utilize self-discovery to determine what works best for them. Because a dancer's nutritional needs, they're individual. There's no one size fits all. And it's super important to remember this because grabbing any arbitrary source of nutrition information from the web might not necessarily be applicable to you and your unique needs. Ultimately, holistic nutrition supports a dancer's entire being. This involves their physical well-being, such as their strength, endurance, and performance potential in class, but also their emotional well-being and their mental well-being. So many dance students feel, and I remember this when I was a dance student as well, that in order to be successful as a dancer, they need to put 250% into their dance training. Now here's the deal. There's no doubt that a certain degree of motivation, determination, and self-discipline is needed to succeed and flourish in the art of dance. But we also need to make sure that we're not on a road towards burnout. And how this ties into nutrition for dancers is how we're utilizing nutrition information to support our performance. So as a dietitian for dancers, I'm always educating how dancers can utilize food as a tool to help support their performance potential. But how can we do this without it turning unsustainable and obsessive? You see, if you are utilizing nutrition information to dictate your food choices rather than guide your food choices, you'll risk unsupportive habits at mealtimes. A prime example of this would be what we see coming out of wellness culture, which is clean eating. And very often, I see tools like nutrient density being utilized within the rhetoric to push clean eating lifestyles. Now, I've previously spoken on my blog about the benefits of tools like nutrient density and how dancers can utilize it. But we need to consider this within the context of what we call gentle nutrition. So in thinking about holistic nutrition or a holistic approach to fueling our bodies, we can utilize self-exploration to determine which foods are best going to support our individual bodies. But let me let you in on a little secret. When it comes to health and nutrition, we often see wellness trends pick up from buzzy headlines. In the past, these buzzy topics might have been something like intermittent fasting or the keto diet. Now, we're seeing buzzwords like intuitive eating, anti-diet, integrative approaches around food, and spoiler, holistic nutrition. Now here's what gets so confusing. All of these techniques, they're all helpful for dancers, but they can also be guises for some pretty unsupportive food beliefs and rigid food rules. I often see this around foods like processed foods. 
the most important thing is that when it comes to nutrition information for dancers, you want to make sure it's coming from credible sources and those individuals who are licensed to provide it, such as registered dietitian and nutritionists. And unfortunately, with the mainstream picking up headlines like integrative nutrition or holistic nutrition, it's very possible that this type of information isn't actually coming from a scientific basis. As a registered dietitian nutritionist, it is my ethical duty to deliver evidence-based practices to dancers. And what that means, identifying meal and snack time behaviors that are going to support you for the long run. Now, I previously discussed this. But we know that nutrition education is an essential key to a dancer's performance potential. Implementing nutrition principles within your meals and snacks can help to support your energy, help to support your strength, and reduce your risk to injury. What does this look like? Making sure your meals and snacks are balanced among the three macronutrients, carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. This is providing your body with the most basic tools it needs to function, both on the metabolic, but also on the physical level. Getting in a variety of different foods helps to ensure that you are getting a broad spectrum of micronutrients, phytonutrients, antioxidants, and more from your food choices. But dancers, here's where I need you to listen very carefully. Before we dive in to any principle centered around nutrition education, we need to make sure that your relationship with food is supported. And this is why everything I do as a dietitian for dancers here at To The Point Nutrition and within The Healthy Dancer is based upon a very unique framework, a six-step framework, in fact, because we need to first make sure that a dancer's relationship with food is solid, that we are building that solid framework. From there, we can build up and learn how to utilize all of these techniques and tools, including nutrient density, food neutrality, food flexibility, the list goes on, so that you can support your mealtime decisions. If we jump to nutrition education too soon, then it's likely, especially for dancers who have more perfectionist and type A tendencies, to take that information to the 200th degree and turn what could otherwise be seamlessly supportive information into very unsupportive and even obsessive habits at mealtimes. Some examples of this might be avoiding all processed foods or being fearful of foods that are rich in fat or rich in carbohydrates, or maybe thinking that when it comes to what diet culture would deem to be more indulgent type foods like desserts, that dancers shouldn't be eating them. Those restricted food thoughts. Realize that any source of information, whether it's presented through the lens of holistic nutrition or not, if it's causing you to feel a certain degree of self-doubt at mealtimes, then it's likely pushing a more restricted eating routine. And this is what we need to steer clear of. The bottom line, any food and nutrition advice, even if it's packaged to you in this guise of holistic wellness, if it's telling you to restrict, avoid, or even proceed with caution, around a certain food or food group, or what I see most often around dancers is the fear of processed foods, then we really need to reevaluate the type of nutrition education you're consuming. As I mentioned previously, processed foods are not bad. In fact, they can be very supportive of a dancer's busy schedule. Convenient packaged options, these might be your best tool for nourishment at certain times in your training. 
most important, no matter the food choice, you are taking advantages to refuel and provide your body with the energy it needs to continue with your dancing. So addressing your relationship with food should always come first. From there, then we utilize the principle of gentle nutrition. So for those of you who are interested more in intuitive eating, this is actually the 10th and final principle of the paradigm. And what I've translated within the Healthy Dancer framework as nutrition without obsession. It teaches us how to utilize nutrition information without obsessing over it. We can think about the nutrient density of our foods, the macronutrients in our foods, the micronutrients in our foods, and how to optimize those calories to support performance, but also understanding that above all, nourishment is a priority. And that need for nourishment is also going to take an overall unraveling of a fear of calories or those energy units that are required for your dancing. Alongside gentle nutrition, we're utilizing the Healthy Dancer Food Flexibility Algorithm to help with the intention building behind our food choices. Taking into account the nutrition information of our foods, it's only part of the story. We're also considering our personal preferences, what's accessible to us, and if we have any specific cravings that we're experiencing. All of this comes into play when it comes to those mealtime decisions. But here's the thing, I totally get it. When things sound buzzy, we want to jump on the trend. I don't blame you for that. And there surely should be no shame in that, whether it's intuitive eating, whether it's anti-diet, whether it's holistic nutrition, whatever it might be. Wanting to attain this information and strive for these goals tells me that you are interested in making food part of your training routine as a dancer. And that's an incredible first step. I just want to help guide you there in a way that's most supportive and sustainable. So let me share three quick strategies to help you along the way. Take these three strategies with you so that you can learn to implement a more holistic approach when it comes to your meal and snack building. First things first, take that idea of self-discovery. Start with instances of journaling. Can you identify experiences of intuitive appetite cues like hunger and fullness throughout your day? Start to notice when feelings of hunger come up for you. Start to notice how you are experiencing fullness upon eating. You can utilize some tools that I've shared previously on my blog, like the Hunger Fullness Scale in this work. You can even get into starting to identify those different types of hunger as you're moving throughout your day. Remember, there's five different types. There's biological hunger, there's rebound or that extreme level of hunger. Then there's practical hunger, the one that we most often use for dancers with proactive fueling. There's also taste hunger and emotional hunger, all of which you can learn more about on my blog. Learning how to identify the various types of hunger throughout your day can help to support your decision-making around food. If you're finding that you're experiencing consistent instances of rebound or extreme hunger, then this might be a sign that you need to start considering more instances of practical hunger throughout your day, especially if those days are super busy for you. Planning ahead some practical, convenient, and balanced meals and snacks like bars and trail mix cheese and crackers, wraps, etc. These can be super helpful for you. You might also be noticing several instances of taste hunger or emotional hunger coming up through your day. In regard to emotional hunger, there's nothing inherently wrong with this. We just want to make sure we have additional coping tools, especially when we're experiencing emotional distress. 
Next step is considering fundamentals of performance nutrition, but of course in a way that doesn't feel obsessive. I've got five specific values that I want you to consider here. The adequacy of your meals and snacks. Are you eating enough to support you? Now I've previously discussed both on my channel, but also on my blog, how to identify ways in which you are eating enough. And most often that might be thinking about how your appetite is feeling throughout the day. If you're experiencing consistent levels of extreme hunger and extreme fullness, could be a red sign if you're experiencing physiological implications like relative energy deficiency in sport or red s this could also be a helpful sign in determining whether or not your meal plan is adequate we also want to consider a variety of our meals making sure we're getting in a variety of foods to get in a spectrum of micro and macronutrients we're thinking about what I mentioned earlier, food flexibility, making sure that our food choices are not dictated by food rules, but rather by food preferences and food experiences. Implementing the principles of sports nutrition is very important here. Learning how to incorporate enough carbohydrates. This is probably one of the biggest downfalls that I see with dancers is just not eating enough of them. And even eating enough grain-based carbohydrates is super important. You're also thinking about your hydration plan and making sure that you are focusing on electrolyte replenishment, especially during those hot and humid summer months. We also want to think about foods that are supporting post-performance recovery. And as I mentioned previously, our post-performance recovery nutrition plan is only as good as our pre-performance nutrition plan. Again, going back to that idea of making sure our overall food behaviors are adequate for our higher level of physical activity. All of this focuses on an inclusive way of eating, not an exclusive way of eating. We wanna think about the foods that we can add to our daily meal plans, not the foods that we need to avoid or restrict. Finding credible sources who are encouraging these sustainable behaviors is going to be super important for dancers. I can't stress this enough, but I encourage you to start with my free trial of The Healthy Dancer. This is a seven-day free trial where you can learn more about the specific nutrient needs that are going to support a dancer, both from the scientific and evidence-based performance nutrition lens and also from that holistic nutrition lens. Remember, we're utilizing that self-discovery. We're also utilizing science-based incredible guidance to help formulate the best nutritional plan that is going to support you and your needs as a dancer. I hope you found this video helpful. It can be super confusing to decipher between the different labels and titles, especially when it comes to food and nutrition. My goal is to just help clarify, but there could always be more questions. So I encourage if there are for you to reach out to me, you can contact me through email. You can also check out my blog for additional information and to find more information about my resources for dancers. Do me a favor, give this a like, give me a subscribe so that you're first to know when new content posts. I'll talk to you soon.